And a very big aloha. I am Cindy Paulus. This is the longest-running talk show on Maui. Um, now into 34 years of talking, talking, talking. And I always love this opportunity to share inspiring stories. And today is especially inspiring. Um, it's kind of a dream come true. And and I'm so honored to have with me on the line a lady who has um, mentored and inspired so many people, including, including me. I've got Nona Brown here. We're going to talk about a, an extremely important subject, and that is breast cancer awareness. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. About uh, 42,000 women and 500 men in the U.S. die each year from breast cancer. Uh, black women have the highest rate of death from breast cancer. And um, I happen to have known Nona for a while, and I followed her. Um, deeply, and I have to say, it's um, so touching when you hear her story and how she uh, went through so many elements of suffering with her family and breast cancer and how she survived uh, breast cancer. Uh, it's so big that indeed I said, I, you know, it was about a year ago, maybe even a little over a year ago, uh, I just really reached out to Nona and said, Nona, you have a story that is so, so inspiring um, that I think we need to share it with the song. Now, let me first give a little background on Nona. Nona is an amazing woman. She's got a, a great gospel background. Um, she's worked with those people, the greats like Josh Groban, and uh, also she did uh, some work with Gospel Music Workshop with a guest vocalist on Oprah Winfrey's Legend Ball. She also toured with and was friends with Edwin Hawkins Singers. Uh, on top of that, I've just been amazed and inspired by how she's gotten so involved with the Grammys, and um, her career has been <laughs> unbelievable, really. Um, she had served as a Recording Academy San Francisco Chapter Board Governor, Vice President, and Black Music Collective Ambassador before becoming the first black woman to be elected president of the San Francisco chapter of the Recording Academy. Now, that's pretty impressive, Nona. So welcome. It's so good to have you on the phone today. That was a lot. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, who is she talking about? <laughs> I am so honored to be here and always honored to uh, stop by your show, Cindy. Well, you know, I just um, adore you, and I, I, I felt so honored to work with you. And I learned a lot in this last year once we talked about the idea because um, you impressed me truly as a living miracle. And I thought we had to share your story. Of course, that story includes how you and I were able to work together to bring about a song yes. that is really uh, honoring those survivors of breast cancer. Uh, part of the idea is, of course, with the numbers we just heard about breast cancer, uh, I think many of us know um, people who were wonderful friends or colleagues who have passed on from breast cancer. Um, yes. But then I thought also, besides that heartbreak, there are those such as you that have survived, that give us hope, that are light bringers. Um, and so maybe you could share your story and what you went through. So I am a, thankfully, I am an eight-year this year breast cancer survivor. I um, had a double mastectomy and had several surgeries uh, for reconstructive surgery. Once I had the implants put in, I had a few challenges along the way, which resulted in about three or four surgeries until we mm -hmm. finally got things right. But, you know, 
you know, when you came to me with the idea for us to collaborate on this song, um, I thought it was wonderful then. And uh, Cindy, you know how long it took for me to actually put pen to paper and to, you know, put some some um, music around the lyrics. But I realized that you were used, the light shined on you to kind of bring this idea forth. And it has just become more powerful each day. Each day with saying the title, It Takes a Miracle, there comes a new revelation. And the revelation that I want to share with the world is the miracle is not always, oh, I broke my toe and now it's not broken anymore. The miracle that is so beautiful in this instance is how you respond to whatever your devastation is, because your response could add years to your life. Mm. If you choose to persevere, if you choose to continue with your life, even though things may have changed, you can hold on to your hope and your perspective. And we all know that our mind affects our body and our spirits affect our body. If our minds are negative and dark and our spirits are negative and dark, that transfers into our body. So if we can look at a miracle as you making a choice to respond with your fight and to respond with your hope and your courage, that is really the miracle. That's so very, very important and true. You know, I, I'm so glad you said that because I have... You know, I had so many people who may have gone to a doctor, and sometimes I get shocked that doctors will tell people something that they um, say in a way that is kind of negative, and the people believe it, yes. and then uh, yes. without knowing it becomes true, yes. and they don't even realize the impact of their statement. I I had my, so my, my granddaughter broke her ankle, and I was talking to her because she wants to to get better but she, you know I said well you can get better by December she said no no the doctor told me and she kept <laughs> refusing to believe I said yes but there's miracles and don't don't just That's believe right. what the doctor said you you had um another part of this story and I don't know if you're willing to talk about what happened in your family with this as well because um you had another uh, very sorrowful situation with the loss of your family members Yes, I, I lost, well, my mother died of pancreatic cancer when I was in my teens. So that was the first, you know, cancer that I was aware of that showed up in my family. And then two of my sisters who had two separate bouts with breast cancer particularly uh, battled it. It came back and they both uh, passed away from breast cancer and not to mention aunts who have had breast cancer, uh, close friends who I have lost, um, who were diagnosed around the same time I was, who are no longer here. So, you know, I could have taken a position of, I'm doomed. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to make it. But I realized that I was so focused on the fear of cancer because it had come in my family so strong that I had taken my attention away from living. Mm. And mm. it's like... That's what happens when people tell you news, you've got six months to live, or they tell you you have cancer, your focus immediately goes to dying. Yeah. And you forget to live. Yeah. And so, so that's why 
the miracle is how you respond to whatever it is. It may not be breast cancer for you. It may be a divorce. It may be a loss of a child. And yes, we all have to process. But again, you have to make a decision that I'm going to respond to this a certain way. And I'm not going to respond to this with it's over for me Mm. because you still have breath in your body. Uh, And I think that also you're such a woman of faith and you had a wonderful backing of your church and your gospel family. Um, I think that that having that support must have been very important as well. Super important because when you are with a group of people who are like-minded and they all are saying, we believe, there is power in that. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important to be surrounded. It may not be, everyone may not be Christian, and everybody has right. a right to believe who and what they want to believe. But whatever you believe or whatever your support system is, it's important to have like-minded people and positive people who are sending you positive vibes, who are saying encouraging and uplifting things to you. And the other thing that really, really saved me was the power of music, Mm. because music really became my therapy, and music became the thing that gave me strength to really fight Mm -hmm. and to really keep my attention off of what, you know, I thought could have been. So, you know, with, with my faith, my support system, and my music, I was good. You know what? I listened to your music, and I played it a lot. And I, uh, you, you did a, a, a piece recently that was talking about that healing. I believe that was the re- mm-hmm. live recording. And you know what? When you listen yes, to that was. with the group behind you, you can just hear that spirit coming through yes. you. And, and there yes. has to be, you know, when you finish something like that and, you know, the power of a choir and the people, I mean, the energy of that healing had to be so, so strong. I mean, truly, it was miraculous just listening to it. And you know and I know music is healing. The energy is healing. And when you call in that spirit with the healing and and the voices around you, I mean, that is such a gift. And it's contagious, (laughs) you know? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And And it's all about spreading hope. You know, the worst thing in this world is for someone to lose hope. Mm-hmm. When you lose hope, you are headed for doom because <sighs> there's nothing to pull you up. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to look up to. So what I'm just trying to do here through my music, through my life, through my just loving on people is to spread hope that no matter how bad things are, there is still something in this world that you can be thankful for. Ah, uh, yes. You start expressing gratitude, mm-hmm. it gives you hope. You know, that's so important to hear, especially for the people here on Maui who have gone through so much that mm-hmm. I, I think that's one of the most dangerous things that happens is when people um, get hit with so much. Sometimes it's hard to remember to feel that hope when you've lost a lot. And, and unfortunately, Absolutely. that's when, you know, the darkness sets in is a dangerous, dangerous thing. And and, and to combat that, everything you're saying is so true, to, to remember to have hope, to remember to let music and to let healing and to let your family and to let your support group help you when you are in a situation yes. where you need that help. Absolutely. 
And, you know, the other thing, since this is, you know, National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, we were very, very strategic in releasing the song this month Mm -hmm. because so many women and men in most instances, because they don't think they could get breast cancer, their fear Mm -hmm. um, causes them to have a deaf ear. And they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, 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 I don't want to hear all this breast cancer stuff. But we are trying to bring awareness that early detection can save your life. Mm-hmm. Being fearful and ignoring it can take your life. That's one so of the most important to, things. It's so I'm yeah, so glad yeah. you brought that up, Nona, because it is easy to be fearful. And it's a lot of, of yep. people don't want to know. And it's almost like yep. you say, Okay, if I'm an ostrich and I've got my head right there in the sand, I don't know, and it's right. all. But but exactly. but but it's good to um, actually know. It's good to find out, mm-hmm. and it's good to overcome the fear by finding right. out and then dealing with it. You know, I mean, it's it's. How did you find out? What what was the process for you? So for me, my breast cancer was discovered through a routine mammogram. Mm. I had been getting them. Uh, since I was in my late 30s because of, and generally, you know, you don't start getting mammograms until 40 or older. And I was able to get them earlier because of my family history. Mm -hmm. And I had had several, 10, 15 years of getting mammograms. And just one one appointment, um, I was like, you know, they did the mammogram. I was going to go get dressed. And she said, oh, get dressed and, and come have a seat out here. We want to talk to you. And that's how mine was found. Mm. And in my case, I was very fortunate because the cancer was very, very at its beginning stages. But as they prepared me for surgery, we started off at this just being a lumpectomy. Mm-hmm. And I was going to be good to go. But as they prepared me for surgery, the surgeon wanted to get an MRI just to know exactly what she was dealing with. And the MRI revealed cancer growing in two other locations that were not picked up by the mammogram, which were two different types of cancers, one of which was extremely aggressive. And so my doctor at that time, with my family history, with these three different types of cancers in one breast... Mm recommended that I have a mastectomy. Mm -hmm. And of course, I was devastated. um, But after I thought about it, took time, I said, you know, number one, I don't want to go through, no, I'm probably going to be lopsided. It's probably harder for them to, you know, make everything even. And I don't want to go through all of this and then get cancer in the other breast. Mm -hmm. So I opted to go ahead and have the double mastectomy, although there was no cancer in one of the breasts. Mm-hmm. I did that as a way to reduce my risk down to as low as possible. There's yeah. no guarantee, but it lowers the uh, risk significantly. Yeah. And with your two sisters and history in your family, yeah, yeah, yeah. that that it probably was a pretty clear decision, you know, to make and a, yep. and a wise one. I mean, yep. truly, when you go through some of the stuff, it makes you, I think, a lot stronger. I was thinking about this mm-hmm. because of our island. And, 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 you know, the idea, of course, comes up always with people who question. It's like, why do bad things happen to good people? You've right. heard this question right. so often. 
And I was praying about this because of the fire and the deaths and everything that had happened and people who'd lost their homes and everything they had. And I got this answer back in prayer. It says, bad things happen to good people to make them stronger. And I was like, well, that's simple. it's so true. (laughs) It's true. Uh, Okay, you know, uh, it's sad it has to be so hard to make someone stronger, but we are, you know, and and people do question, like, God is supposed to not give us more than we can handle. But when you hear things that have been going on, people going, how do we handle this? And it's like, you know, you handle it with faith, you handle it with hope, you handle it with every moment, taking care of every moment, being in that moment, and a lot of times with friends and um, with support, your support team. Um, and, and, and I totally agree with when you say it makes us stronger. It makes us stronger, and it also makes us more powerful mm. and makes us have more impact. Yeah. What I mean by that is if I had never gone through having breast cancer, never had gone through having to have a mas- double mastectomy, go through all that came with that, never had a problem paying my bills, never had a problem on a job, what kind of impact could I have mm. in talking to someone? Yeah, that's a very but good when point. when you speak with someone who has been through it and is on the other side of it, uh-huh. it gives them, they have more impact. It's true. Because what comes generally from the heart reaches the heart. Yeah. And I can tell you all day about, you know, not being a millionaire. <laughs> you know, but losing it all that and then never experienced it, it's not going to be the same. Yeah. It's not going to have the same impact. Yeah. So, so tell me, I, I was, I was really wanting to take at least a moment to talk about how you have a grown. Um, you're in a position of great power now and influence uh, by being the president of the San Francisco chapter of the Grammys, and that's the chapter I'm in. And I mm-hmm. have to say how impressed I've been. You set some really wonderful goals to reach out to everyone and to be all-inclusive and and to also um, get people involved in and meeting and expanding this whole group. And and yeah. you've been very successful with it. Is it. How long has it been now since you were named president? Well, thank you for that. I was um, elected president June 1st of 2023, so it's been... A year and almost a half, I guess. And and a how? And a half. What did you learn from that? Well, I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and the the good part is, I really haven't had to shift who I am, because I've always been a person who has shared information. I've always been a person to make people feel included. So when I was fortunate enough. To be elected as president, I came in right away with a focus and an intention, and that was to inspire, to inform, and include our memberships, mm-hmm. our membership. And we have been doing just that. We have had our membership responding, showing up, and the consensus has been that they have never been made to feel more included. So I feel like mission is being accomplished. I applaud. I absolutely agree on that. 
and it's a wonderful feeling because it, you know it's it's everyone has different gifts in different ways and yes. sometimes yes. you don't know what particular gift someone has and and it's easy sometimes to feel overlooked when you're in the presence of a lot of people who are pretty, pretty big you know <laughs> so right and so it's so important to let everyone have a voice because i know there's so many people who are up and coming people or people who may not necessarily have a big name, but still they have a gift right. that may be very valuable. And they have a big gift. That's right. Yeah. They have a big gift and a big talent. And a lot of times the only difference between a mainstream artist and an independent artist that nobody knows is just that. Just nobody knows you yet. Yeah, absolutely true. Uh, you know, um, I want, I'm going to be able to play uh, the premiere of um, It Takes a Miracle, the song. Um, and I, I then we'll talk a little bit about the fact how you were inspired to do a documentary, which is going to be yes. released um, mid, I believe it's October 15th? October 16th. It's going to be available to the world, and on October 15th, um, we're going to premiere it to, um, to a select group of people, whoever can get their registration in before we cut it off. <laughs> that's That's so exciting. I mean, again inspiration you know your inspiration desire to do it you know came through which is fantastic because the story of all the people you have the women you have on this documentary also went through their own trials and tribulations with breast cancer so the thing that i think that you're accomplishing and, and trying to accomplish is to not make people afraid to talk about this to yes you know to bring it out in the open and and to realize that you you don't have fear if you understand more people are talking about this, That's more people right. have gone through this, right? Yes. Yeah. You are so on point. Can you tell us a little bit about the, the uh, background of this wonderful group you put behind It Takes a Miracle before I play it? So the song or the documentary? Oh, no, no. This is the song and, and the musicians you brought the in song, and, and the way it worked. Um, of course, was written by the great Cindy Pollock <laughs> and yours truly. And uh, we have some amazing musicians uh, that participated in the recording. We have um, Tammy uh, Lynn Hall, who is a Bay Area great pianist. Um, I was able to have the song arranged. The string arrangements were done by a good friend of mine in Los Angeles by the name of Bob Luna. And so he hired the orchestra and then I was able to work with um, Charles Buddy Ware, who is a wonderful producer, musician. He came in and did some additional cello parts. And our dear friends at El Cerrito Records, um, Oscar and Kenya Ati, we recorded it live there in their studio, and Oscar mixed and mastered it. So both you and I, Cindy, we are very, very blessed who have worked with the caliber of people that we were able to work with on this song. And again, Perseverance Furthers, um, there was a few you know, times this one, maybe a little that, and, and you know, you want you had a vision, and you wanted to yes. be able to, you know, capture that vision and what struck you about it. And, and it wasn't, uh, you know, a first take. It, it, it took about nine, ten months to it the point. It took a while. Yeah. yeah, it did. Yes, yeah. it did. For the and song. it was worth the wait. We are getting, you probably haven't seen some of the comments, but some people have been texting me and calling me saying just an absolutely beautiful message and uh, song. 
Well, here it is. It takes a miracle. It takes a brave soul to heal the pain. A warrior to fight again and again. Great courage to believe what you can't see. A miracle, it's true. And it's alive inside of you It takes a miracle Miracle Yes, it's true And it's alive inside of you You wonder Stay strong If you need a friend I am right here I know this road I've traveled it before It took a gosh it's so nice to hear that it's so beautiful to hear that actually that is like the manifestation of all that work and everything you provided yeah so so now i'd like to talk just for a few minutes here about i got about eight more minutes to talk about um what you did to create this documentary and the women behind it and when you hadn't really ever done a documentary before how did you create it it's, it's almost like another miracle uh, how did you create it, it this truly, oh my goodness <laughs> it truly is i can literally tell you that on august 14th i met with my team to talk about how we were going to do a music video um, for the song, because most of us know that we are in a visual world. And generally, when you release new music, people like to see some type of video. So had a little meeting with the team, and the consensus was, yeah, we could do that, but this song is so much more powerful than just a music video, someone standing there singing. And so I didn't really understand what they meant, and... I can't remember if it was Philip or Joy that shouted out, you know, you need to do a documentary. You need to tell your story. And when that was said, it was like something gripped me. And I said, yeah, we do need to do a documentary. Never had anything 
never done anything like that before, didn't have any kind of budget for this. Um, and the next day, I started putting things in place. I started visualizing. Well, wait a minute. It's not just my story. Mm-hmm. I know other women, and I particularly know other women in music who have survived and are thriving. So I literally, before I even wrote the treatment, I contacted them. And I, you know, I guess it was a faith move, a miracle move. I said, mm-hmm. hey, I'm doing together, putting together a documentary on women in music who survived breast cancer. Would you be interested in telling a little bit of your story? The same day, all three people confirmed. Wow. And from that point, I wrote the treatment. I kept Googling, how do you do this? <laughs> we filmed, you know, the interviews. We scheduled a location, filmed the interviews with the ladies. And we did all this on iPhones. Wow. And the footage is beautiful. You know, pulled together, researched stock footage to tell the story. Because it it's just not, you know, people just sitting there talking. We're telling a story. Uh-huh. And so I am very grateful, very proud of what you all are going to see on October 16th. And it each woman is so inspiring. And we all are saying the same thing, is to take the fear out of it, get tested, perform your self-checks, and get your mammograms. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I, you never know where when you plant some of these um, speeds, seeds, <laughs> seeds of inspiration, <laughs> when you plant those yes. seeds, you never know who might be affected, who might actually mm-hmm. decide to do something about that, whose life might be changed, whose life might actually have a miracle happen as well. Uh, it's, an interesting, yes. it's an interesting field of energy out there. And when you, you really believe in something and you create something with good faith and good intentions and goodwill, I really believe that that kind of work um, stretches uh, the ripples of those yes. effects, stretches yes. so far and so wide, you know. Yes. And, and again, and it's, yeah, go ahead. It's so, it's so true. It's, it's for the first time, you know, as an artist, you know this, how worked up you get about a music release. Yeah. And how worked up you get about, okay, you got to get the word out, and there's never enough money yeah. for the marketing yeah. <laughs> that you need. And for the first time, for a music release, I wasn't worried about it. Mm. You know, I just did my social media because I thought, oh, you know, this is more about bringing awareness. Yeah. And this is a different vibe. So I didn't really have, you know, any stress around release day. Mm-hmm. It's out there, and we are putting the finishing touches. Uh, we're in the final, final editing stages, and everything is looking amazing. And like I said, all I want out of this is to be able to bring awareness mm-hmm. and for someone to bury their fear, mm-hmm. never to dig it up again, yeah. and to get tested and to stay on top of their regular mammograms. That is the outcome. That I am looking for. And I'm looking, we all are, looking to inspire women along the way, no matter where they are in the process. Because some may be just waiting to die. Mm. But even in that time, there is some hope that you can grab a hold to. And through these, all four of us, we are sharing our journey and sending out hope through Mm. our uh, messages. 
Well, again, that's so, so very important, my friend. And I, I really, uh, I really praise you for taking the time and courage uh, to take these steps, you know, and you have, a, <laughs> I know everyone out there says, I'm so busy, I don't have time, right? No. I don't have time to do that. But you know what's interesting? When you set your mind and you set your goal and you set your intention for something that's good and important, it will find a way to happen, you know? So true. Yeah, and it did for you. It's I so mean, you know, it may not be immediate. It may take some time. Right. And I want to say right. the same thing in closing that, to, to music, music, women musicians, women who um, before didn't ever have a chance, really, of, of being heard. Yes. I, if you look yes. now at, at the whole music scene, some of the top money makers in the music scene are women. And this has happened, yes. I mean, over time. But, my gosh, once the decision was made, it wasn't that long ago. As you never would think no. that the top no. money makers in concert were going to be women, right? That's right. <laughs> We are here, and it's 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 we're here to stay. <laughs> and and how many women are inspired by seeing those women and how they did it? You know, uh, their path wasn't easy either. You know, so so if you're a musician or if you have a message out there or you have something a story to tell, um, you know, don't don't ever be um, dis- de- defeated. Don't ever think that you aren't good enough yes. to do it. Don't ever think you're not worthy. Everyone is worthy yes. of creating their dream, and um, but it takes believing and having hope and and taking the first step. You know, um, it's a it's That's a so it's such a worthy journey, isn't it? <laughs> it's such yes, an, it is. Yes, a, it is. I had someone tell me just today that it is so. You know, at least you went after your dream. Yeah. Even if you step back and say, "Oh, I didn't quite achieve what I set out to achieve." The person said to me, it's better to have tried than to have never left the gate. That's so true. To even know what, you know, um, pursuing your dreams would be like. And, you know, that that actually encouraged me. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Gonna... I can definitely say no matter what I've set out to, I've actually, I felt it, I saw it, and I went and I did it. And I thank you for that so much, my friend. It's been a pleasure working with you on this, and I can't wait to see the documentary. And I, I really, a big, deep bow of gratitude and love to you, Nona. Same to you, Cindy. What's really your, excited about this journey with you. What's your website? You can um, reach me at nonabrown.org, but you can always find me active on social media, particularly Instagram, at official Nona Lisa Brown. There you go, Nona Lisa Brown. Thank you so much for everything you do, and congratulations on a great job done on that song and uh, doing the documentary as well. Thank you so much, Cindy. It's a pleasure working with you always. You too. Blessings to you, my friend. You too. Take care. Okay. Really a treat. Uh, Really a treat. Now, um, yesterday we had two wonderful people come in. It was um, Ty Seitz and Cooney from UFOs. Um, we recorded it yesterday because today's the day that they have um, been in the process of giving away 2,500 slippers. Almost all gone, so don't forget to go down and check it out. I am very, very... And then Feet and Cooney from UFOs. 